Are you envious because I am generous? Envy is one of the seven deadly sins, and some theologians will say it is the worst deadly sin because it is the sin of Satan. Because of Satan's envy, sin entered the world. So as I go through this homily and focus on envy, I just want you to think about that for yourself. Is there anybody that you envy as I, as I kind of reflect on what that is? And as I prayed with the, this scripture passage myself, I, I thought, well, surely there's nobody that I envy. And I started praying with it, and I thought, huh, there are a couple people. <laughs> and this is, this is a great definition of envy. It's a German word. It's my favorite German word. It doesn't translate into English, but it's called Scheidenfrud. Anybody hear what that word is, Scheidenfrud? Scheidenfrud is joy at the misfortune of others. Scheidenfrud. That's a good German word, right? So joy at the misfortune of others. Like, is there anybody in our lives that we would just take the light if they failed in something? We would take the light if something bad happened to them. Scheidenfrud. So envy is a particular fault of the devil since it was envy that brought about his fall and it was envy that caused man's fall. The book of wisdom states that through the devil's envy, death entered the world. So this suggests that the devil envied the first humans and brought about the fall through his envy. The first murder that ever happened was Cain and Abel. Cain was envious of Abel, so much so that he wanted him destroyed, and he found a way to do it by murder. The prodigal son, the older brother in the passage, is envious of the younger son. And the father says to the older son, there's no need for you to be envious. Everything I have is yours, and you've been with me all these time, but he's still envious of the younger brother. When I had made my 30-day retreat, I was at Creighton, which is in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And Omaha has a beautiful museum. It's called the Jocelyn Art Museum. And when you make your 30-day retreat, it's all silence, but you get two breaks. You get two days in between all that silence. And one of the days I went to this museum, and it was during the week of the spiritual exercises where you focus on sin, particularly your own sin. And when I walked into the museum, I went to the European art section where there was Christian art, and there was this four, it was a large painting, four by three, and it was, it was called the um, Fallen Angels. And it was these angels that had, they had, they've got wings, the snakes are kind of wrapping around their legs, and they're looking down with this absolute look of envy, absolute look of evil and um, anger and resentment. And when I looked at that picture, I realized there's a part of me that feels like that at times. And I realized that I don't want to be trapped like that. I don't want to live my life with that feeling of envy and anger. And so that was a, a grace that I was given during that retreat is the realization that I could actually live in that, in that way. And there was a desire not to. So we hear about the gospel today. And Jesus is, uh, not Jesus, he's telling the parable about this landowner, and he's sending the people out to take care of the land. And we, we know that some people come at the very first hour, five o'clock, and they start, and then it goes all the way to the last person. And 
each person he gives a denarius. So a denarius is a, a small coin, but a denarius is enough money to last for one day's wages. So he's giving them a day's wage so that they can live on, on that denarius for that day. The denarius is really supposed to mean for us salvation. I was trying to find a picture of what a denarius looked like, and I was going through some of my uh, literature, and it showed a picture of a hand, and in the hand it showed a denarius, a small coin, kind of like a quarter size. And I realized it looked like the host to me. So the host, the body of Christ, is our daily bread. And God gives to each and every one of us that daily bread, and he desires that all of us receive this. St. Augustine says, because that life eternal shall be equal to all saints, a denarius is given to all. But for as much as in that life eternal, the light of merit shall shine diversely. So he's saying that all these gifts that we have, the talents that we have are going to be shining diversely. So that under the same denarius bestowed unequally, one shall not live longer than another, but in the many mansions, one shall shine with the splendor of another. So what he's saying here is that the denarius, the gift of eternal life, is given to each and every one of us, but the way that we work that out in our salvation is going to be different for each and every one of us. So our labor will be different. Our labor cannot be measured or compared to other people. So I think about the, the denarius being the Eucharist that we come here at the altar today and we're all given the Eucharist, no matter what anybody's done this week, no matter if you failed in your spiritual life or if you've done wonderful in your spiritual life, we're all given this denarius. And this denarius is eternal life. Now some people will come to different points in their life. Some people will, as a very young child, live in their faith and be inspired and their whole faith is grace and growth. Some people will come when they're uh, midlife crisis. That may be when they come back to the faith. Some people may come when they're older in the faith. But regardless of when we come to the faith, regardless of how long we've labored, God wants to give each and every one of us eternal life. So that word schoidenfrud is actually diabolic because to feel envy is human, but to savor schoidenfrud is diabolic because what that means is we want someone else to lose eternal life we want to rip that out of somebody else's hands st thomas aquinas says that envy is sorrow sadness or anger at the goodness or excellence of someone else because i take it as lessening my own for some reason when we see somebody else doing something good we think it's lessening our own but it's not because we are given our own gifts and talents to use. The key difference with envy, unlike jealousy, he says, I do not merely want to possess for myself the good or excellence you have. I want to destroy it in you. That's what envy is. We want to destroy the goodness or excellence of somebody else. So envy is truly diabolical. So three questions to end with. First of all, is there anyone in your life right now that you are envious of? 
Is there anybody that you could say that Scheudenfrud word that you would just delight to see that person fail or be destroyed? The second thing is, do you realize the dignity that you have of your own work, of your own labor, that however you came into your, your working for the Lord, do you realize how good that is? And third and finally, do you realize the gift that we're given today, the denarius, the gift of eternal life, the Eucharist that we will receive today? Because it is the gift of the Eucharist, it is eternal life, that God wants to give to each and every one of us. So stop, sh stop sh fruiting with each other. <laughs> give up envy and realize the great gifts that we have. We're beginning the process of RCA here really soon, the Rite of Christian Initiation. And what I just am gonna invite you to do is just pray for a moment. And there may be even people here at Mass today that are not Catholic and would like to maybe receive that denarius, that gift of eternal life, that Eucharist. I just want you to close your eyes and pray for a moment, either for yourself, if, if that's what you desire, or if you're already Catholic, to pray for somebody right now in our church that they may want to receive this gift of eternal life. 